This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of NRL Boom Rookies. I am Matt Bungard. Uh, no Mitch Doyle today. Um, after he decided to do the Broncos preview without me uh, and recruited a Queensland-based sports journalist instead, I decided to do the South preview without him and record, reported, uh, recruited a Queensland-based sports journalist instead. So joining me, my former colleague from the Sydney Morning Herald, rugby league reporter, Phil Lutton. Hello. Hey, Matt. How are you? Thanks for having me. Dream come true, mate. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I know you've covered the biggest sporting events around the world, but obviously <laughs> sitting on Zoom with with, with me well, is is right up there. Talking about South for half an hour is a pretty nice way to spend part of my weekend. That is a fair point. Obviously, I should have mentioned that Phil is, of course, a South diehard as well. Um, and I suppose we'll we'll jump straight in. Uh, we'll start where we started with most of these and, and start at the back of last year. I mean, how how have you felt coming out of 2020 and into the 2021 season? I mean, three prelim losses in a row. I mean, getting so close all the time and falling short, it does start to it does start to get to you. Yeah, it does. But I just I must admit I, I thought they did pretty well last year. I thought I, I didn't think they were a grand final winning team. I, I just felt they were a, a rung below, especially Melbourne. Um, but in the end, like we got so close to beating Penrith, I yeah. sort of. It was only after that game I sort of went back and I'm like, well, we probably gee, we were close, you know. And and they played really badly in that game. They saved, oh, yeah. They seemed to save one of their worst games for the prelim, which is not a great sign. No. Um, and look, we talk about premiership windows and we talk about lots of prelims in a row. You're going to get one of those because um, the list tends to slide at some point. But I, I thought they were right about where they needed to be last season. And, and if Latrell plays... Yeah. I mean, what they're Adam Reynolds steps back behind the 40 before he kicks that ball and South probably make the grand final. Like it's, they forgot how to play the ball in that game. Which yeah. Was, I was shocking. Amazing. I was just watching the game and going of all the games, boys to forget how to play the ball and complete basic sets. This was the one, but it, it, maybe look a little bit of fatigue. Yeah. Um, I, I think there wasn't too much wrong with last season. And no. I think they're in a good, a good place. Go, I mean, they're in an excellent place going into this season, which has me absolutely terrified. Yeah, well, that's that's the whole thing, right? I mean, they are we. So we're. I think this is the third. This is, I think, the fourteenth preview we've done. So we've done all the other teams, and we ask everybody else who they think is going to be in the grand final. And I think probably eight or nine of them have said Souths, like a lot. And then you and you look at the sports bet odds, and they're I think they're fifty cents off Penrith as favourites. Um, everyone's talking them up. Everyone's. Everyone's saying it's their year. It's Wayne's last year, the window. But the worst part is they're right. That's the worst part. And 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 if like if I might go back to my childhood support, like I obviously come from I come from country Queensland, and I started supporting Souths when they were terrible, hmm. and then they got good, and then I really never got past the 1989 season. So this is what terrifies me. So 1989, they were minor premiers. I think they only lost three games all year, then bounced straight out in straight sets in the finals and that that just I, I hate being a front runner now like I, I it terrifies me the idea but yeah. when you look when you look at the the roster and you look at the depth and you look at the key positions and you look at the coach um there's a lot to be said for south sydney this year and i think you know people don't put much faith in trial games i do i think the good coaches and the good teams like to win trials and they like to win them well yeah and South looked sensational against yeah. a pretty terrible Dragons team, but 
boy, that you know that that's exactly what you want to see two weeks before the season starts. I, I will add just on that on that eighty nine season. So I was born four days before that Canberra prelim final loss, and then they were obviously absolute garbage for literally my entire childhood. And then they made the finals for the first time. I think a week after I turned eighteen. So I literally, yeah. I literally <laughs> like had my that was, that entire was my childhood years of them sucking. <laughs> a bunch of wooden spoons. I kicked out of the comp a bunch yeah. of wooden spoons. But, you know, really, you, if we think back to the, you know, the most recent premiership and even before that, a bunch of prelims, yeah. a bunch of prelims again, it's been a really good period for Souths and I feel like it's only been an unbelievably good Melbourne and Roosters team that stopped. That is unfortunate. Year. But I, I do also kind of feel like, despite the fact that, obviously, you know, you mentioned they were garbage in your childhood, they were garbage in my childhood. <laughs> um, good for a couple of years when you were a young adult, and that was about it. But then, and obviously this last decade has mostly been really good. But at the same time, you do, I guess, get that. And obviously winning one comp is great. And I'm never, ever going to complain. 2014, best day of my life. But like, it does kind of feel like if they lose, if they don't get it done again this year, that's that's going to be probably seven or eight seasons where they were a legitimate grand final contender. Yeah. And to only come away from that entire period with one premiership, it, it, it's obviously, I think that's probably slightly worse than par. I don't know if that's unfair, but. No, probably right. But I think it, if you think how hard it is for teams to put themselves in the conversation year after year, after year, after year, I think that shows you how consistently good, Souths have been over this period and and it, it is really really hard like if you talk to all the good coaches I'll tell you not even making a grand final but to finish top four you need so many things to go right in the season for you you need all your star players to get through unscathed you need everything to happen for you and then to take that further and further into a grand final I think for me, the thing that terrifies me with South is, I guess, what happened to Luttrell last year. I look at Adam Reynolds, who's a bit brittle at times. I look, if we lose either of those guys, I think that takes us right back down to to some of the also Rams, not also Rams, but some of those sort of, you know, um, eight to four teams, you know, that, that puts us closer to them. So South needs some luck with injuries. You look at Melbourne, they win, but they, they don't, get injuries to keep players and they find a way to make them work as well. So that's to me, we need to keep Luttrell on the field. We need to keep Reynolds on the field. Those two guys play Cody Walker, of course, we can win it for sure. Yeah. I think I I do kind of feel like injuries is really the only thing that can stop them this year. I just, you look across the field, there's no weak spots really. Like Keon looked like he'd been playing second row his whole life in the charity shield. Like that was my one concern. That concern's gone. We're fine. They've got Jacob host that can play there as well. I'm not, yeah, not worried about that in the slightest. It was it was my one area of concern, and he's played so much back yeah. um, on the edge as a kid. And I think I think that he's going to have a massive year. He really is, I think. And, and there's so much depth in that forward pack. It's, it's, it's incredible. outrageous. And what a signing! I know it sort of has gone under the radar a bit because he hasn't. He's not going to start, I don't think. But what a signing, Jai Arrow is going to be. To see it's it's crazy that he might not start. But you're probably right. Like it's probably going to be. To Toller and Tom with Cam in the thirteen and Arrow coming yeah. off the bench. I mean, yeah. I think by the end of the year he'd probably take one of those starting roles, or they might just keep him and have him play sixty after coming on after after the twentieth minute. I don't know. I'll yeah. trust Wayne, I, I, but I it's him a as great a problem to have. I rate him as a, as a super footballer. Like he, you know, things go don't go noticed at the Titans because lots of people, most people don't watch them play. Yeah. Like I have to come often watch their games, and he he's just a super footballer. Like he gives you he gives you so much and he'll be a super he'll be such a good addition 
to that Rabbitohs pack. Um, I, I can't wait to see what he does for South. And, you know, his experience, he's an origin guy. He played brilliantly for Queensland in that last origin series. He, he's, he's top 10 forward for me. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any, I, I couldn't disagree with that. And I'm, we talked about this on the show with the week he signed, but I'm so stoked with the Mansour signing because if there's one knock on Latrell Mitchell and Alex Johnson, it's that they're not great coming out of their own end at the start of sets after kicks. And that's fine. Like AJ's the best pure try scorer in the league, in my opinion, and Trell's got Trell's hands and everything else he does are incredible. So it's, it's perfectly fine for them to not be good at everything, but that is obviously a little bit of a weak spot. And it, and I think we noticed it in that prelim as well when, when the Panthers had To'o and Mansour just basically making 20 metres every time they got the ball at the start of a set. Him coming in and being that guy, and I, and I know there's, there's knocks on other parts of his game, like he can't jump and his hands or whatever else, and that's fine, but that is going to be so valuable and so important to basically getting them onto a front foot every single time they start a set. Yeah, completely agree. Um, what, a, what a great cut price signing for South. You know, just the, the right guy at the right time, to slot into what's really a turnkey sort of team. You know what I mean? Like he, he can slot into this team as a genuine role-playing winger. He'll know what he has to do. You're right. Who does all the work out of yards for South? Dane Gagai works yeah. backside off. And Mansour is going to be so valuable there. Combine that with AJ on the wing, the, the skills of Luttrell. Um, you, you're going to get, you know, Campbell Graham tries. I think he tries out of yardage, but I think his body type means he doesn't, you know, yeah. he's not a great yardage ball runner. Yeah. Um, but I think Josh Mansour is a great player. And the other guy I've got to give a shout out to is one of my faves. And he cops so much for his supposedly doesn't play well for club footy. But Dane Gagai is, he is just. He was great last year. He had a, he's just a quality football. He gives you everything you could possibly need week in, week out. Yes, he plays very well for Queensland. But he had some sensational games for South. He's got great defensive reads. He's rock solid. He does everything you need as a footballer. Hugely underrated. He gets sold short so much throughout the season, Dane Gagai. I'm very happy with him in our back line. Yeah, I think he pretty much killed that Origin Gagai meme last year. I thought he was awesome. And, you know, for a long time, I didn't think he was good enough to play in the centres. I wanted him to stay on the wing, but he, he made that position his own last year. I had my doubts about Campbell Graham. Still not fully sold, but you saw without him in that prelim just what they were missing. And, and I think I might have been wrong on that one as well. Um, yeah, I agree. We really missed him. He's really, he, he, he just, he's a really willing ball runner. He runs nice lines. He runs nice gaps. His body shape means he's not smashing through tackles, but he does bend the line. He does make them work hard. And I think that's one thing. South have got in across the park. I'm a big believer in this six again game. So you look at a team like Brisbane and even guys like Payne Haas, they just don't hit the line with any venom. They, they end up with great stats at the games. They use lots of footwork. Um, I really think you need some really attritional players in this six again, guys that over a whole game just smash into the line. Tom, you know, the, the bird eye can't catch, but really wears defenders down. Yeah. South's got a bunch of those guys. That's going to be really, really, really big for them this year, I think. Yeah, I, I guess. Um, so what, I, I mean, we've asked every other guest this, but I mean, your expectations for this season, I mean, I think I know the answer. I think they're a top two side. I think they'll finish top two, injuries, um, injuries permitting. Um, and I think they're definitely good enough to win the grand final. I, I agree. I think with their... With their roster, with the players they've got in form, with the depth, like right across the park, you know, like even through the back line, um, you know, Paulo is probably not going to get, you know, 
Mansour's going to play, but look at a guy like Braden Burns. Like he's mm. played, he's only played maximum 10 games in four NRL seasons. I'd love to see him yeah. the footy this year. He's a terrific player. I just don't see where he's going to play. That's the issue. Yeah, but that, you know, the thing, the thing is he'll get used. He'll get yep. used because I'm terrified of this season. Having watched all those trial games, I'm just terrified of yeah. the injury toll it's going to take. I don't I, like a lot of – I didn't like what I saw in the trials, and I hate that guys are saying it felt like a final yeah. in a trial. To me, that's the worst thing you want to hear from players. So I think this year you're going to need depth, especially across your back line. Yeah. So and I, it's, I think that should win. Yeah, I agree. Braden Burns, I don't think he's ever really been the same after he got since that injury he got against the Dragons a couple of years ago. No, he's had a terrible run. Uh, I think he's a really skillful player. I just would love to see him get a, an extended run. But uh, you're right, I don't know where he's going to get that run, maybe through the origin period. Yeah, you, just need sure. the, you need these guys through origin. Yeah. You, know, you need these I mean, great you, sort of We saw the likes of Stephen Masters come in last year and do a job when he was needed and, and play pretty well, and Jackson Paulo as well. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I think depth all over the park. Um the Benji signing is an interesting one, and I like it, I think, more from an off-field standpoint than an on-field one, if you get me. like, I love the story coming out of training already that he was spraying Damian Cook for his passes not being crisp enough and things like that. I think that like well, this is a guy who's, well, look, obviously, yeah. <laughs> still probably lacking self-awareness in that particular regard. But um, other than that, I love the idea of a guy who is a veteran, who was the best player in a premiership team, who's seen it all in a 15-year career, can come in and maybe be a shoulder for Damien Cook and, the, and those guys to lean on. Because Damien Cook's been coming under a lot of pressure these last three years, every time we lose a big game. And so I just think that like the likes of Benji Marshall is is vital, I think, and is going to be really influential on some of these young guys. So basically pretty much the whole squad, except for Tom Burgess, Alex Johnson, and Adam Reynolds, who haven't really been there before. I agree. He was he was really good. Wayne Bennett loves, as you know, like Wayne Bennett loves Benji. He loves him in the Kiwi setup. He he loved him up here. Had him at the Broncos, and he was terrific influence around Red Hill, especially with a lot of young players. And he's just a complete pro, Benji. I agree. He, he's he's going to be. I reckon. I don't. I'm not sure how much he's getting. If they're paying him 150, and he doesn't play a game. I think that's money well spent. To, yeah. be, to be really honest, he'll 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 play some. Well, footy. I think he's going to play 14 every week, which is fine yeah. with me. And also, um, like, we're going to need a half when Cody's playing Origin and stuff. So, Oh, completely. And look, on Damien Cook, too, I thought he was better last year. I, I think with Damien Cook, I think he had a bit of an identity crisis at one point. He was such a, um, uh, in like, incisive ball runner from dummy half, and that was his game. And I think then people were like, well, no, you need to be more like Cameron Smith. You need to have layers to your game. You need to play make around the ruck. You need to have a little kicking game. I think that did his head in. I think he was trying to be too much to everyone. And I thought towards the back end of last season, he just got back to his natural game, which is finding gaps, taking on the line. And that's his best game. He's, he's not a, he's not a naturally, you know, look at Harry Grant. He does that already. Like he, it just does it. That's the way he plays. Damien Cook's not that player. And I don't no. think staffs need him to be that player with, especially with Cody Walker around. There's so Well, I mean, that's the thing, right? Like you've got, Cody and Trell, who are pr- both with their hands and their running, are two of the best playmakers in the whole league. And I mean, God, I just I'm, I'm I don't want to get ahead of myself. I know it was a trial and it was against the Dragons, but bloody hell, both of them looked absolutely incredible. Cody Walker is a magnificent footy player. He really is, and I and I, I'm, I'm you know it's really weird his whole origin sort of thing, and he got yeah. dropped, and then look. I hope they don't pick him for State of Origin. I'd love him just to play for South. So he, he is a wonderful – talk about, you know, the 
one of the buzzwords is eyes up footy, isn't it? You know, this this ability to get out of structures, see, react. Benji was great at that in his prime. I feel like Cody Walker is that ultimate guy. Um, and they, he plays, they play so well. That's, that's the thing about Cook. If Cook's making half gaps going forward, look at the options he's got around him, you know, in terms of guys to, to ball play, guys to guys to play second phase footy. I mean, South, like, you think you think of the talent at their disposal. We haven't even mentioned guys like Murray. No. Who, who I rate as one of the best forwards in the comp. And I thought New South Wales were lost. They missed him so badly in origin. But, yeah. you know, it, it's, a, it's a really a cavalcade of riches for South. And, hey, look, again, it, it frightens me. There are no weak spots. Um, who's a veteran player you're looking to have a huge year this year? You've already mentioned a couple of guys, but um, maybe someone we haven't talked about yet. Uh, well, you know what? Um, I think I think the guy that's going to have a big year is is Reynolds. Um, yep. uh, I think I, I, I actually love the Cronks put put the heat heat under him a little bit. Same. Um, yeah, that's great. And and guess what? He's he's, he's right. You know, um, Adam Reynolds. He wants uh, all the contract stuff. Bennett will sort that out. That'll get sorted out. Souths don't need to sign a thirty year old halfback for four years. By the way, they'll sign him for two years. He'll be happy. But I think he should have a real bee in his bonnet about that crawl stuff. And I really hope he does because he's a super footy player. But he does occasionally have little little patches where he fades out of games. And I think he'll be really, really motivated to prove that he's not a one, you know, a one trick pony with that premiership. And he he is the man that can get them over the line in those big games because that's what the really crawl's right. That's what the really good halfbacks do. Yeah, I think that's 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 a no-brainer shout for me, especially behind a forward pack who's going to, you would think, just basically beat up on every single team they play. I mean, that's when Reynolds is at his absolute best, when he's got space to kick and he's got time to make decisions. Um, I asked him about this yesterday. I mean, he's. I, I asked him about how he did a little bit more running towards the end of last season, and 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 he basically said that it's just the likes of guys like Trell and Cody Walkers that just make that so much easier for him and they sort of spread the field for him a little bit more. And I think he's absolutely primed to succeed this year. Yeah, he's got a he's got an underrated running game, and I think he's underrated his own running game. But I also think his history of injuries too has made him a little bit conscious to take on the line because he is one of those guys that you watch a game. I don't know about you, but I watch a game, a South game, and every time he gets tackled, <laughs> I think, is he going to get up? What's he done now? And so I wonder if that's just made him a little bit tentative to take the line on. But for him, it's going to be less is more. You know, um, I love it when he runs early. I love halfbacks that take on the line early in games. I love to see him do that. And then, you know, he's going to get a lot of room because there's going to be guys outside him that players are going to have to look at. You can't take your eyes off Cody. You can't take your eyes off the trail. You can't take, like, South finishing between guys like Gagai, AJ. They're going to score. If they're going to get a look. They're going to yeah. score on you. Pretty much, yeah. So, yeah. So that's what that's going to benefit Adam Reynolds. He's going to see a lot of space this season. I feel bad for Reynolds in a lot. Like, he gets this injury-prone tag. And I don't know if it's all that fair. Like, he's only... he's he's Last year, he played 23 games, 2019, 25 games, 2018, 24 games, 2017, 21 games. The only two years he didn't play more than 20 were 15 and 16. He played 18 games and 16 games. And that was the 2015 season where James Graham jumped into his knee while he was kicking a field goal. True. So... Yeah, he, does I, it. He, he always looks like he's beat up though, doesn't he? Yeah, huh? he's he's got a touch of the Josh Dugans about him in that regard. I think he's 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 yeah. pro like he's one of those guys where like he'll stay down and you'll think, oh shit, he's out for the season, and then he'll just be like playing yeah. five minutes later. It's it's well, weird. it's happened. It's happened before, hasn't it? Yeah. He's gone off and they're like, oh, that's the end. That's the end of Adam Reynolds. 
and then half an hour he's ba- he's back on. He does he does hobble a lot and he's always yeah. sort of you know. But you know he's tough. He's a halfbacks are super tough. You know they get hit hard, they get beat up, and he's a, he's a really tough guy. So um, I hope he has a great season. I'd love to see yeah. I'd love to see him be the best player for South this year. This is a tough question because I mean there's not going to be much change in the squad apart from Mansour and Arrow, neither of whom I think you would consider young players to watch out for. I mean Jaro's not old, but he's he's established for sure. But uh, a young player to watch out for it can even just be someone just chilling in the just chilling in the uh in, in the twenties or whatever. Or if you just want to use this time to rant about Joseph Sawali, that's fine too. Joseph Sawali, don't even start. Guess what? I mean, it, with the Roosters, I tell you, Sam Walker is going to be the kid everyone's talking about by the end of this season, not Joseph Sawali. So there you go. I've heard Fish. it here first. He's sensational. Um, mate, I, a couple. Kalal Matangi, I think, is going to be great. Like you, you're, you're right. This is a this is a not a young side for South Sydney. You know, it's going to be hard for these young kids to, to break into this team. You know, it's not a this is not a team for 18 year olds. This is a real seasoned veteran footy team. Um, but the kid I really like is Blake Taff as well, the young fullback. Um, I know he got hurt a little bit in the charity shield, but um, I've spoken to some people up here about him. Um, he, he, he's a really good football player, again, behind the trail. So probably not going to see a lot of football, but you just never know what's going to happen throughout the year. Maybe expect to see him in a couple of games in the middle of the year, but um, he's, a really, he's a really good young prospect as well. Yeah. Um... What's a, what's a game that you're penciling into the calendar? I mean, I think yours might be different to other South fans because obviously you'll be penciling anytime they come up there. But um, yeah, what are some matchups to watch out for this year? It's round one. It's round one v Melbourne. That's the one. I, I mean, it's a shame Harry Grant's out because this is the team to beat. Like, I, I firmly believe Melbourne are going to... I think they're going to be better this year than last year. Um, not That's not a knock on Cameron Smith because obviously he's the GOAT, but... I think Harry Grant is going to energise that football team and they are going to be very, very formidable again. I want to see South beat them and beat them well. I want to see South make a point at the start of the year and play really, really well against a team I think should probably be the other grand finalist. I think that's fair. I've got two. I've got round three against the Roosters, obviously, and then straight after that is the following Friday, Good Friday against the Bulldogs. I love that game every year. Even when the Bulldogs are going shit, it's still it's always still a great game, obviously. Yeah, I think they'll improve a little bit too, the Bulldogs. So. Oh, me too. They're, they're going to be fine, I think. I think um, they'll use this. I think they're going to use this year as a stepping stone for 2022. Um, I think South are going to put some some serious points on the bad teams. Yeah, um, oh, mate. Oh. Um, like, that was a close to full strength Dragons team in that first half. And if South had wanted to go on with it in the second half, they probably could have scored 70. Yeah. Uh, South will put uh, a team like Brisbane. Um, uh, goodness me, like, I think South will really destroy them. So um, there'll be a lot of points, but I want I want South, I don't want them to be playing touch footy all year and get to the no. finals. I want them to have some, really grind out some hard I'm games. Glad, I'm happy we play the Storm twice, for example. Like, Oh, com- completely. Yeah. Completely. I, I just see them as, again, I just see them, I see them, as as going to be as good as last year, probably probably better than last year. Every, for some reason, I don't know, because I, I I covered them up here when they were based up here. Um, the Sydney the Sydney angle last year before the grand final was just short selling the Storm. I'm like, no no no, they're going to win. They're that good. Like, yeah. And um, I, I think I think that's a great test for South. I love I love that season start. Yeah. And I, I was going to ask you who you think is going to play in the grand final, but I think your answer is Souths and the Storm. I think it's Souths and Melbourne. I think Penrith are really good, yeah. And I think they've got some improvement. I just think I just can't see Melbourne getting worse, and I can see them getting better 
um, Bellamy will want to go out on a on a high note. So um, I think I think they're the two standout teams. Penrith top four. The rest of the eight. I think know. Canberra. I think Canberra are really good as well. Canberra um, really good. Canberra obviously really good as well. Tough team. That's the kind of teams the us need to play, play and beat. Or even if yeah. they don't beat them, play and and really really get well, in the grind with them. I said all the way back in the Canberra preview, which I think was either the second or third one of these that we did. I said Canberra was going to make the grand final and lose. I think they will be losing to the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I've picked us to win the comp. Mitch isn't here. He has picked South to finish third in the ladder, but I believe he's also picked them to win the comp. I think beating the Raiders in the grand final. So, yeah, full steam ahead. Well, yeah, that'd be sort of nice uh, 1989 payback, wouldn't it, if uh, South <laughs> could, beat, could beat the Raiders in, in the grand final. I've, I've got to always, you know, I've got a soft spot for Canberra. I think lots of people have a bit of a soft spot for the Raiders. So I always like to see them do well. Um, and I think Ricky Stewart's awesome for rugby league. He's so good for rugby league. So, um, yeah, that'd be a nice grand final. I'd take that. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Uh, and before we go, I'd like to give a quick shout out to the people in the top two tiers of our Patreon. Um, this has absolutely exploded over the last few weeks. You guys have been unbelievable. I cannot believe how many of you have signed up. And if you want to sign up and support us, it's NRL. Uh, patreon.com forward slash NRL boom rookies. You've got just four days between now and the season start by the time you listen to this. Uh, and if you're signed up before the season start, you can obviously pre, uh, participate in our Coltrane cup tipping competition. Uh, it's the most fun tipping competition around. Um, the only way to be an entrant is to be on the Patreon. So you can sign up. We're doing, we get, we have had a few people sign up for yearly pledges as well. So that's good. Um, if you want to just sign up and get out of the way, not have to worry about having a couple of dollars coming out of your account every month, you can do it in, yearly installments and we've actually finally got around to converting it to Australian dollars now that they've allowed us to do that so no more USD conversion rates either um but a quick shout out to Dave Carlo Tyson Wayne Ritchie Stu Frankie Never Trendy Dan Cullinane Harvey G Chris Slade Matt Coleman Chris Avnell Maddie McPee Michael Murray Roxanne Clark Warwick Ahern Butsy Ty Simo Jason Matthew Duggan Tom Hardy, Razor, Old Mama Bear, Jace G, Thor Laycock, Maddie Jenkins, Josh Brandon, Morgan Watkins, Doc Hogg Ben Wallace, an anonymous backer, Leon, Cam Beswick, CTO, James K, Jay Carper, Ando, Adam White, Blake Moretti, Stephen Hickey, and Reese Brown. Thank you guys for your uh, extra level of support and to all the people in those lower tiers of the Patreon as well. Uh, we very, very much appreciate you. Phil, uh, where can people find you on social media? Uh, mostly on Twitter, uh, Phil Lutton 78 I'll be tweeting probably madly about South all year, probably um, especially in the Roosters game. I love predicting the South to be the Roosters by mm-hmm. between 60 and 70 points every yep. week. So stay tuned for that annual tweet. And you read me on the Sydney Morning Herald. Yeah, I just had one un- unrelated to South thing I wanted to talk about before we got out of here. Yeah. And it was an article you wrote the other day. Uh, it got obviously quite a bit of traction online. Um, Being just a journo. A- yeah. Um, just and so that if people missed it, go and read it on the Herald. But it was the headline was player feedback should ring new alarms for the NRL about new rules. And basically, you went into the f- uh, fact that you touched on briefly in that South preview about how people are already treating trial mat- matches like they're a finals match. Um, yeah. So I mean, you wrote that story. It was I've, I completely agree with your thoughts. I just wanted to sort of give you a chance to expand on that a little bit because obviously a lot of people picked that up and ran with it and, and, and thought it was a great piece. So yeah, take it away. Yeah, I watched seven of the eight trials on the last weekend. Um, so I've got a bit of an insight into it. Um, I didn't love the – well, firstly, I think the rule about when you get taken into touch, the ball goes into touch, it's that the attacking team doesn't even get the option of a scrum. I think that's a terrible – I just think that's a terrible rule. Like, you know, that to me, that's the disadvantage is the attacking team. I mean, if the whole point – so 
that's one. Surely that's the no-brainer. If you take the other guy into touch 20 metres out from their line, you want a scrum. You want to yeah. attack off a scrum. That's crazy that you would have to attack against a 13-man line. Anyway, but the one about the six again for offside, I think teams exploited that. I think teams like Melbourne, if they're playing someone like the Dragons, they will infringe 20 times if they have to with under full knowledge that at no possible way are they going to concede a try to, and the other team will just make an error. I think at some point you've got to get to give teams the opportunity to accrue points. That's still what the game's about. You know, I think if you have five sets down the other team's line and then you just drop it, for me, I, I still think you've got yeah. to get some pay out of that dominance. And I just, I just, I, I just didn't like it. I, I actually think the game needs some natural breaks. I think as a viewer, I actually needed the game to stop occasionally just to just to work out what's going on. I think there's going to be huge concerns about player burnout, soft tissue injuries. This store, these these rules, ten rounds in, I reckon everyone will be talking about. Do you uh, like I, I um yeah? So I was, I was funny. I was, I was having a chat with um Peter Sterling about this the other day, and 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 he was he went on a pretty big rant about it, and I actually. I took the piss out of him a little bit and I went, oh, have you heard about this rule that um, tries in the last five minutes are going to be worth double? And we've gotten to it. And he, and he started responding to me like it was a real rule. And then I started laughing. I was like, oh, mate, I was just, I was just screwing around with you. And, he, <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, but what does that say that you've said this like nonsense rule and, it's, and I've believed it because we're just bringing in so many new rules that no one's asked for. And I think that was a great point. Like, I, I don't really... Why have we had more rule changes in the last 10 years of this game than in the 100 years before it? Yeah, I agree. You know, I think by definition, rugby league's adaptable. That's the whole, that's the why the code was kind of bit. It's changed a lot and it changes to people's tastes. But I, I, just having watched all those trials and a lot of the infringements, like the game's restarted again, you don't even know what happened. Like all of a sudden, your team's getting six again. Uh, one example was, I can't remember, I actually can't remember the game, but a team had four or five restarts. And then they drop the ball in the first tackle five metres out from the other team's line. Now, to me, surely the referee goes, okay, you can have – that was an advantage, have a penalty from right in front. I just think, yes, penalties are obviously not very fashionable. And guess what? Hardly any teams in rugby league take penalties at the best of times. Sure. Not something that's plagued the game. But I just think teams need to have the opportunity, A, to get point point rewards from – dominance of possession and B, as I said, I, I was tired and exhausted watching it um, as a viewer. I thought it was just too manic and too fast. And I think a lot of the players felt the same. Yeah. I'm with you, Matt. I, I'd be shocked if this lasted the whole year. Yeah. I think uh, hopefully, you know, Vlandis is showing he's happy to review things, yeah. but I, I just, I just thought, the footy was great last year. I just completely. I agree. Just don't yeah. don't. Is uh, uh, a rule a, a tinker that we didn't need? Yeah, hundred percent agree, mate. Um, yeah, great. Well, thank you everyone for listening. That was uh, I think the fourteenth of our sixteen previews. We've got two more to go after this. I think we've got the eels and the dragons to finish things up. Um, but yeah, uh, we are getting so close to that season, Phil. We're just currently enjoying our last weekend without rugby league before six months with it back. Um, yeah. Well, what are you going to do without your family for the next six months? Yeah, so that's what I always say to my family. I like, sort of blink and it's October, isn't it, when the footy season starts? And I've got a, I've got an Olympics in the middle of it. So true. Um, and and then you know, Origin. Oh, it's a great beast, rugby league, isn't it? Keeps us going. I'm up here in Brisbane, obviously. So I'm looking forward to um, some uh, evolution. 
the Cavalution. I think they're actually specials for the Wooden Spoon Brisbane. Come we'll off it. No, nah, they can't. They can't be that bad again. I, I think the Warriors at nineteen dollars is absolutely ridiculous value. But well, yeah. maybe I think I'll go. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I think Brisbane. I did see someone predict them to finish second the other day in a preseason prediction that I saw, which is yeah, ambitious. But I don't uh, think that's no, nor do I. All right, um, Phil. Thank you so much for coming on. You guys know where to find Phil on social media, and yeah, go and read his pieces in the Herald. One of the best writers in the country. Really appreciate your time, and we'll hopefully have you back on later in the season when Souths are steamrolling everyone by forty points every week. Glory, glory. Thanks, Matt. One hundred percent. And it's goodbye from me.